Hey, you're listening to WKNC Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. You're listening to 88.1 WKNC. This is DJ Cauliflower with Lowland Hum in studio with me, the uh, husband-wife folk duo from... Greensboro. Greensboro, North Carolina. And they're playing a show tonight at Motorco. That's right. Yeah. Um, So how's it going? Things are good. good. Thanks so much for having us on. We're glad to be here. Thanks for being here. Um, So how is tour going for your new album? It's been great. Yeah, we've, we've spent most of this. So the record came out in April, and we did about seven weeks then. Took the summer off just doing some festivals. Like we did Festival for the Eno here in North Carolina. And then uh, we just returned from a national tour um, with our friends, The Collection. And um, we went out to the West Coast with them and back. And then we've just been doing some East Coast dates the past few weeks. And it's been really Midwest. great. We just got back and from the a Midwest as well. Midwest, yeah. We're kind of always on the road. It's been good, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, playing the new songs has been really invigorating and. As we were saying before we came on, uh, some of the older material we're less attached to now, and so it's fun to have some new songs to Not play. Not that we don't stand by it. <laughs> no, we or stand like by it. it yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, it's, you know, the new stuff feels closer to the surface. Yeah, yeah. Is it um, a lot different touring this time? Because you are a little bit bigger. Before it was just the two of y'all. So the first seven weeks after the record came out, we did with the rhythm section, and we're back to the duo now. Oh, um, so. It was fun to play with a drummer and a bass player um, for those seven weeks, but it, but it was also a good challenge to arrange these kind of more full band sounding songs into the duo format. And I think what we're learning is just that we, what we do as a duo is kind of, um, there's a uniqueness to it just because it's so minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it's a, it kind of presents a special sort of challenge to create the same dynamics that you have with a full band but just with you know two voices and a and a guitar and a snare drum yeah and these tambourine a little more personal yeah yeah it's kind of a little more intimate vibe so um, your sophomore full length album Lowland Hum released in April and how would you guys describe that as an album it's a little more filled out than our first album Daniel was mentioning we had a bass player and a drummer with us on like the first part of our album release tour and they're the two musicians that um, played on our album. So they played a bigger role in the album. So I guess it just, it just had more of a band sound, I think, than our first album. And we also kind of in the studio just went wherever the songs seemed like they needed to go. So some of the songs are very stripped down on the record and then some have like, you know, tons of stuff on it. (laughs) And I mean, if we were like, oh, this could be cool with uh, synth, Electric guitars, you know, grand piano, a timpani, yeah, mm-hmm. like a, like a overdubbed vocal choir. Mm-hmm. Like we just went for it. <laughs> Any idea we had, we tried it. And a lot of times we'd try tons of ideas and then at the end of this session, like, well, let's delete half of that. And then that became the song. So we tried to be really, really open. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most hilarious moment caused by the sort of openness was one of my friends loves like vocal kind of choral arrangements. And so he, I asked him to arrange some vocals for this song, but then I got this idea. What if we just did the thing that you wrote for vocals on electric guitars? So we did like harmonized electric guitar (laughs) solo kind of thing. It's sort of like, sounds like queen or like electric light orchestra. Mm -hmm. And we did that with timpani 
So it's like extremely dramatic, almost to a funny degree. And that's on the last song on our new record. But Mm -hmm. anyway, um, I think having that openness gave us uh, sort of a freedom to to just express what needed to be expressed and go where the songs took us. Yeah, very cool. And was that your first in-studio album? Yeah, um, yeah, we did an EP that mm-hmm. was kind of done in a house studio. Yeah, yeah, mostly we've done recordings in homes until this record, and we rented out um, a studio in Virginia. And um, yeah, that was a great experience. It's fun to have more tools at your fingertips, and, mm-hmm. and so you can play around palette. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. And the space, I think, definitely influences the sound. It was, it's a, like, it's on a farm. The studio we rented out kind of in the middle of nowhere in Virginia. There are goats and uh, lots of things to look at. You just kind of hold up. You stay there and just, it's a different experience to kind of like when we recorded our first album, we were kind of like clocking in every day. Like we'd go to the house where we were recording every day. And it's actually my parents, kind of uh, leave it. my yeah. parents' basement. Our, our neighborhood was a little too noisy, so we did it <laughs> at Daniel's parents' house. Um, but then with this, you know, we're staying there overnight so we can work on the album, you know, into the wee hours and then wake up first thing and it's all at our fingertips still. So it's a different kind of creative space for sure. You kind of feel like you entered it at the start of the session, however many days, and you don't really leave until it's done, which and is a different thing. This is a dorky um, thing that I just learned about the studio that we used, but it's White Star Sound in Louisa, Virginia. And um, the preamps that we used were also used for James Taylor's first record, well, his first record done in America and it, his record, Sweet Baby James. And I was kind of like, the sound files that, like our voices went through the same preamps. You know, it's like kind of an epic, if you grew up in North Carolina, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. all the songs and you, you know, they're like in your DNA. So that's kind of special to learn that after the fact. Um, so how is the writing of Lowland Tom different from, your EP, Four Sisters, and your first album, um, Native Air. Lauren was much more involved um, in the writing. She was involved in the writing for those other two projects as well, but she was, so I produced all of our music to date, and so um, she kind of stepped even into that, into the production side of it as well, and the arrangements in a, in a new way. On Native Air, it would be more like I would try a bunch of arrangements and then Lauren would come in and say, I think that's working. I think that's not working. And she'd mm-hmm. offer ideas kind of after I'd already gotten some creative momentum. But this time she was, you know, much more a part of even the beginning arrangements of every single song. And um, we did co-write. We've, co- we've co-written every pretty much every song that, yeah. that we've recorded. But uh, on the new record, it was like lots of songs started with Lauren and then she'd bring them to me and it was, I would just say the collaboration keeps deepening. Um, and yeah. I think the subject matter is a little different. On our first album, we were kind of exploring identity and like we'd just gotten married. And so we were trying to figure out like how do we communicate our own individual identities and kind of this new joint identity. And um, and on this newer album, we were kind of um, more trying to open up experiences from the road. We've been touring almost the whole year. And so we kind of, had been somewhat isolated because of that. And so I think a lot of the songs on the new album are us opening up moments from that year of touring and mm-hmm. trying to invite people in there um, into those moments with us. So some differences there. 
Do you have a good balance between the two of you on um, each song? You both contribute creatively? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Lauren has more choices that she can make with her voice. That's a clever way of saying she just has more range <laughs> and sings better than me. Or like technically is more proficient probably. Um, so we often, her, her, her voice as an instrument I think is a little more versatile. Um, and so we often, like that is often featured a little more heavily than mine. Um, but even in writing, I mean, we sometimes Daniel, for example, might have like come to me with, almost a whole song but then i get in there with him and we kind of change things around or we work on it together um or the other way around um or just, sometimes we start at the beginning together and yeah and write starting from scratch together so we're both pretty in yeah, there it's, it's, it's very collaborative uh, as you can probably tell with the interview too um i just have an abundance of words i could talk for most of my life it's <laughs> embarrassing but true so i often like will write tons more lyrics but we kind of work together to parse through everything and then um it ends up being pretty even i'd say in the end so to go on tour for lowland time you guys had a kickstarter and you mm-hmm. raised um eleven thousand dollars in a couple of months were you expecting that much support for your project and we we were not sure how that would go yeah. we were really thankful <laughs> um we what we wanted to do is be able to pay our um, rhythm section on the front end of the tour um, because they're not they're not in the band. So I just felt like it wasn't right to ask them to take the same risks that we take when we go on tour. So, the same kind of financial risks. Yeah, just, yeah. I just mean like you know they're both of them are incredibly talented musicians. It's Joseph Dickey who's in Nashville now and Daniel Faust who's uh, based in Winston. But they play with lots of different bands and. Um, I think Dan is playing with uh, Mount Moriah now, or at least for some of the dates, but he's an incredible drummer and Joseph's an incredible bass player. So I just, I just wanted to pay them up front. And, um, and also we bought that trailer that you just saw me park (laughs) semi impressively. It it wasn't, it wasn't my best work. Very impressively uh, backing into that little spot. I couldn't have done it. (laughs) Uh, Um, But yeah, so we wanted to pay them and then we used the rest of the money to buy the trailer. Um, We were so thankful that mm -hmm. people wanted to support the tour and it it wouldn't have been possible to bring those guys with us um, for that, for that seven weeks without it. So yeah. Very cool. So you just signed with Random Records out of Seattle in September. Uh, excited about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah we've been really thankful. Um, they uh, they are going to fund our next record, so we're already writing for that. And um, we haven't announced this really anywhere, but they, they want to put out um, both Native Air and um, Lowland Home on vinyl. Ooh. So we're really excited about that. Yeah. We just approved the artwork and track listing and Vin- you know, you, you have to put less songs on vinyl or, you know, yeah, there are time restrictions. to so, make it fit um, on both sides. We just approved all that yesterday, I think yesterday. So they're placing the orders early next week. And, excited you know, about that. There's a vinyl shortage, which is, I don't yeah. know if you know that. but I, I think I heard about that, yeah. <laughs> yeah so so it, it takes about six months to, to print them, but we'll be doing some uh, things to kind of celebrate those coming out uh in 2016 so we're we're pumped about that i mm-hmm. never thought i wasn't sure we'd ever get to put those out on vinyl so we're thankful that they're gonna help us with that yeah lauren did you work on did you put together the artwork for mm-hmm. your vinyl oh. yeah yeah 
So the vi- the artwork for the vinyl will be the same as the out the CDs. Um, but I I do all of our visual. I guess it has changed a little bit. Some formatting changes, but minor changes. Um, and uh, yeah, I do all of our visual stuff, all of our album yeah. designs. And the stuff. visuals are a big part of your shows too. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. We have a backdrop that we put up when there's space at venues. It's like a layered fabric illuminated thing that hangs behind us inspired from our first album's artwork um inspired by i should say uh yeah and then we have our lyric books too which are kind of like a um another way for people to connect with the songs little paper books of our lyrics that we pass out at our shows and take back up we like to have we like to give people options of things to look at other than us in case they're kind of like (laughs) yeah i'm i'm finished with this this particular view, you know, so they can look at the lyric books or at the installation if they want. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Did you do stuff like that for your very first show or was it kind of more along the way you came up with the idea? Uh, that's a good question. I think it was more along the way when we first started working together, I was just singing harmonies on songs that Daniel had written. And um, we got some feedback from a good friend who saw us saying like, you know, there are a lot of, guy girl duos out there like what else can you add to this that is unique and really an outward expression of who you guys are individually and and that's kind of when the visual elements started coming into play i think and i don't know if most people look like most people have seen this but lauren has made a lot of music videos for our stuff and they're all online but um she uses kind of uh like public domain footage from archives and I just think they're really fascinating and, and beautiful. But uh, those, there's, I think there's like five or six that she's made, and they're on her website. But um, yeah, I think that that's another really like really powerful element to to pair visuals with with sound. Um, you know, her background is visual art, mine's not. So I I've just learned a ton from kind of like um, I don't know, coming to recognize the importance and the power of pairing those things together. Definitely. <laughs> Do you think your music's changed a lot since you first got married and you first started making music together up till now? Do you think it's gotten a lot different? It feels yeah. totally different. Yeah. I mean, um, and, and we're writing now for a new record and it just feels even more different. I, I think, um, yeah, we're, we're just shifting and growing all the time. And I mean, we've, we've probably played in 20 states in the last year and a half that I've never, that I had never been to before that. So it's like so much new input um, and that those things show up in song and in the sound too. A couple of years ago, I feel like I was very much in the kind of Dylan, um, you know, like kind of like Woody Guthrie to Dylan to, you know, whoever's next in the line coming all the way down through. Um, lots of music made here, you know, made in North Carolina, like Ryan Adams and this kind of like very clearly folk trajectory. And I, I don't, I don't really think we're there anymore. There's a lot of like, sometimes people will say some of the newer stuff we're working on has like a nineties <laughs> vibe. And I'm like, well, that is totally not what I, where I started. And I think we're just being influenced by things we love. Paul Simon or Radiohead, or we, we listen to a lot of varied um, varied music like we we saw James Blake at Cat's Cradle last year and it was just like we don't see many shows because we play all the time mm-hmm. unless we're playing with someone um, 
like we're really excited to see Jessica Lee Mayfield tonight. We've heard amazing things. Mm-hmm. Never gotten to see her live, but we'll get to tonight because we're playing with her. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, like I think we're pretty influenced by stuff like James Blake or um, I don't. It know. doesn't mean that our music sounds necessarily like these right. people, but they just find their way into our minds, and that influences what we make. I think. Yeah, um, we've been listening to Courtney Barnett a lot. Um, Love Courtney Barnett. Yeah, yeah, she's so gifted she's so cool. and refreshing. She's fun. And, um, so I guess I'm just saying all the new experiences and playing with all these bands all over the country, it it does do something to you, and it no longer sounds like you know what I what I set out to 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 make, and then what we were making even together at the beginning. Um, Lauren loves a lot more theatrical music that I hadn't spent a lot of time with, like Queen and Queen, Electric Light Orchestra. Led Zeppelin and uh, also Harry Nilsson, um, and then like some jazz singers like uh, uh, Ella Fitzgerald, or and also like Joni Mitchell. I hadn't listened to tons of Joni Mitchell before. So anyway, lots of changes. <laughs> Change can be good. Yeah. Yes. Um, so most of your married life has actually been on tour, mm-hmm. touring <laughs> with your band. So does that have a big influence on your music? Absolutely. Yeah. We don't know anything else, really. Yeah. Um, I've kind of toured my entire adult life, which is a weird, um, weird thing to do, but but I think it definitely has has marked us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a pretty bonding experience to spend like 24 7 together and often you're only like two feet away from each other because you're in the car driving for hours on end and um i think in many ways it strengthens our relationship which strengthens our ability to collaborate and work together on music so definitely impacts things So we have a couple songs to play uh, yeah. now off your new album, Lowland oh. Tum, which you very kindly brought us a copy of. Yes. So, um, yeah, we're gonna. The first song that we selected is uh, is called "Older Wiser," um, and yeah, if you if you want, there will be a show at Motorco tonight, which <laughs> will feature us. And if somehow you end up there, we would like that. If you want, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy the song.
to 88.1 WKNC. This is DJ Cauliflower here with Lowland Hum in studio talking about their new album. Um, so one more question for you guys. Fire away. <laughs> Cake or pie? Oh. This is great. I like this. Uh, I think pie yeah. for me. Gotta be cake for me. Really? Yeah, we'll I'm have surprised. to talk about this on the way to the show tonight. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about this before. Yeah, I thought I thought so too, and I thought we decided. I on think cake. it was like if it's carrot cake, cake, okay. but otherwise pie. What about like strawberry cake with I strawberry like that. icing? I had that every year as a child for my oh. birthday. But what about also you? Pie, you know. I'm gonna have to say pie. Oh. It's, unless it's a really spectacular yeah. cake. Are cake you with can me on be cake poor. Or? So all the so the men in the studio are saying cake and the women are saying pie. Interesting. So talk it's amongst the, yourselves. The flavor ratio, I think. <laughs> yeah. Just like pie is often like the kind of like fruit material that just comes mm-hmm. out of a can and no. then a crust. Not if it's no. you know, made Not with love. Homemade. Yeah. Okay. But you could make you could lovingly open a can, I think. <laughs> but uh That's yeah. true. Okay, so Lowland Tum and Lowland Tom is playing tonight at Motor Co. in Durham with Jessica Lee Mayfield. What yes, we is are. It? It's a fact. It's it is a happen. fact. It's going to happen at and 9. It's happening at 9. Doors at 8, show at 9. Mm-hmm. It's, that's just happening. I'm just offering that out there. Yeah, as a fact. For your Friday night. You can do with your Friday night what you please. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us on today. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming in.